0: At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data
1: insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.
0: Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection?
2: There's no one that hates the Dave Matthews, man, more than me. All I do is
0: suck God. Brian didn't
1: believe me that Fanny
0: met
2: the time. Hello and welcome. We're back. Episode 31, the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Absolutely. Stoked that you're here, that you're listening. Thanks for coming back. I thought last week's episode was really good. I'm getting the hang of making it sound better. Still doesn't sound great, but it sounds better. Working on it. Um, this week, housekeeping, well, we launched a Facebook page for the show. Real nice of Facebook, like when you try to make a page for a business or whatever. They don't have a page for podcasts. Like It's a, on the internet. Like Facebook is a website on the internet. You figure it would have categories for other things that appear on the internet. Anyway, so I made it like a radio station or whatever. But check it out. Search on Facebook for the Baller Lifestyle podcast. Some other dipshit already has the Baller Lifestyle and he's not – and it's stupid. It's not even being used. Hey, dipshit, let me have the Baller Lifestyle. I got the domain name, but I don't have the Facebook Um, So anyway, yeah, check out the Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook and then you just always – it will always show up there when you need it. Um, So like us and plus it's good for us just to grow the show. The show is growing. I hadn't checked the downloads in a while and I checked them recently and uh, we're doing a lot better than I thought. A lot, a lot of people listen to the show. Why wouldn't they be? And uh, that's just one more way. So like us on Facebook. Help us get some traction there. Help us get some new listeners. Today on the show, i have always confused, like, when the NASCAR season is. And then I just realized it's, like, all the time. There never isn't a NASCAR season. And it's going on right now. And I'm always really surprised when, like, new – there's, like, guys driving NASCAR that are, like, 19 years old racing cars. And I, then this week there was a beef between a couple drivers and I was really shocked at the age of one driver. And we're going to talk about that coming up. Uh, Also, people that are too into things, we've talked about that. I never want to be accused of liking anything. And uh, I definitely, there's like about two things I would fight about. Like I would literally like throw hands and none of them have to do with sports. Uh, but some dude at a minor league baseball game decided it was really worth it to fight, but he wasn't in the game. He was just a fan and he went down on the field to try to fight one of the players. So, uh, which is always good. Cause he should just like, they should all be allowed to jump on him and just beat his ass. Uh, also the world cup ended. Boy, was that fucking boring. Jesus Christ. Like you're making – don't tell me that was a great game. That was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, Yeah, maybe I don't get the nuance or anything like that. Some guy scored a goal. It took forever. It was a like pretty cool goal. He didn't even let it touch the ground. He like caught it on his chest and bumped it from his chest to his foot and scored it. at a pretty. That, that was like a cool part. But that only happened once in like two hours. Uh, so that's over. But something else happened in the World Cup that we need to discuss. Uh, and it regar- it's regarding the Brazil-Germany game, the semi-final, semi? semifinal game between Brazil and Germany. Um, th- there was an ancillary benefit to that victory for Germany that we're going to discuss later. And non-sports, uh, this happened in Philly, should have been Florida the coroner was just driving down the street and like forgot to lock the door and the body fell out in an intersection. So that's that's like not gonna escape us. We're gonna talk about that. And a couple guys got arrested for smoking heroin, which you know it's probably a bad idea. But it was the location of the heroin smoking that is of interest to us, and we're gonna discuss it here on the show later. Of course, and I've forgotten to preview this every time, and it's it's sweeping the nation. It's the hottest game there is. Of course, I'm talking about how fucking old is this guy. That's where Ed, Daly, and myself both bring a celebrity, sports figure. Could be anybody, a known person, politician, musician, any of the ishins, pediatrician, Uh, you bring them in, you say, Hey, how fucking old is this guy? And the other person tries to guess, and it's even more fun than it sounds. So that's coming up. How fucking old is this guy? And of course, fancy pop. We're talking, it's, uh, fantasy suites this week on the bachelor, bachelorette. That's where she gets to bring him. She gets to bed the dudes in her hotel. Like that's what I look forward to the best. I, I like the fantasy. Like I'm into the fantasy of that. Think about that. She gets to, like, she might like a couple of them, but she's not sure. So she's going to bring them in for 24 hours. She's going to test them out. See if they give her what she needs. More power to her. Like, feminism. Like, sex those guys, Andy. Work them out. Like, see what they're working with. See if it works for you. See if they know how to please you. You know, not, not all men do. Not all men are as sensual as... Certain men talking on a microphone right now. Uh, Also, oh yeah, so The Bachelorette, and there's a couple other pretty good stories. Shia LaBeouf has a new mentor, and it's pretty funny. Also, possible Hollywood breakup between who I consider to be the phoniest person in Hollywood. So, that's like something to look forward to. Fancy pop. Uh, Joining me now, as always, my guy, star of the show, co-host, Ed Daly. Mr. Sandwich, Ed, how the fuck are you?
0: Good. How are you, Brian?
2: I am well, sir. How was your weekend? I happen to know that you went, you did something I enjoy doing. You did a boys weekend in Chicago, Illinois, where you went to a couple of Cubs games. How was it?
0: It was great. Uh, did the standards, bleachers, went, did a rooftop on Saturday, a lot of boozing, and uh, two, two things stood out. Tell me. One, there's a dude there was a dude sitting in front of me and he's wearing a Cubs T shirt jersey and it says DMB on oh his back. Oh my god. And I wondered aloud, like I I really had no idea what it meant. And one of my buddies, one of my close college friends, blurted out, Oh, that's Dave Matthews band. Yeah. Without
2: now well, now you, now you know there's two people you need to avoid for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah. I, I, and then, then he kind of backtracked. He's like, "Oh no, no, no! It says it on the front," and I, I, I wasn't buying it. It was, it was real sad. No, he it's, knew. It's, it's just tough, you know. You, you think you know somebody. Yeah. It's been a while. I've known this guy, and uh, it, it just it didn't work out the way I would have hoped.
2: That is two things. Um, well, I actually do. I actually. Did. I saw you post that picture on the gram and I saw it, he was number 10 DMB and I actually knew that. I, there's no one that hates the Dave Matthews band more than me. I'm the number one hater of that guy's music.
0: I didn't even know guys that listened listen to him. His Any guys vocals guy.
2: are terrible. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm the opposite of a fan. I'm an anti-fan, but I did know DMB because I when I like – when I'm telling people that I hate him, I like to shorten it to DMB. Wow.
0: Okay, fair enough. But it's it's jarring when, when one of your buddies just it rolls off the tongue. Yes, yeah. it was sad. Well,
2: you, you weren't ready for that. He should have prepared you. He should have been. What? He should have prefaced like, "Look, I'm not. I don't. Obviously, I'm not into this. I hate this. I. You know, I.
0: What you just did. Yeah, you I gave, heard. You it. Gave it like a thirty second buildup. Right. Why? You
2: At it. least you you really have to let people know where you're coming. You be a communicator. Like let people know what you're thinking. Yeah.
0: But it was it was standard get together with old buddies uh, behavior. So, and then, fun. obviously Sunday morning the flight home.
2: That's a tough one.
0: It's a tough one. Not a very long flight. Yeah. from Chicago L- to New York. Lucky for but, you. But the the problem was there must have been some high school girls basketball tournament. Oh, so no. there were probably forty five to fifty high school girls just sitting around me as I'm at the gate and sitting around me in my seat. And high school girls are just way too proud of themselves and way too talkative with way too little to say. And it was just yapping for the three-hour span I was around them and it, it was rough. We, I mean, there's no, There's nothing that makes a hangover worse than yapping high school girls. We
2: have – we've made a mistake in this country and what it is is we – at some point, we they started – I think it was in the 70s, the self-esteem movement. It was very important to empower our children and make them know that they had value on the planet when the thing is they don't. And no one wants to hear what the fuck they have to say because they don't have any life experience. They haven't lived enough to really form any useful opinions or know any kind of reasonable thoughts. Yeah. So they – it should be like it was in our childhood where it's just, hey, shut the fuck up. Like don't talk. Be quiet. Nobody wants to hear you. But uh, now it's like – Kids, oh, let's hear what this kid has to say. And they, they've they've learned it; it's in them, and now they're just like, oh, well, I'm gonna talk. I'm in. Well, there's adults here, and I'm gonna fucking talk about stupid shit and take selfies. Uh, right. It's it's the worst. It's absolutely the worst. And you were hungover. Did you did you have an aisle seat?
0: I did have an aisle oh, seat. God damn, gotta have the aisle seat. I can't I can't deal with the windows. No, me either. But, no, but you're, problem, you're caged there are in there. A lot of. There were a lot of girls in the aisles talking to girls in, in front of me, behind me. There were just girls everywhere, and high school girls. It's not like I was—I uh, was on an airplane with the Swedish bikini team. Right. Uh, it was—it was with crummy high school girls that are just all wearing basketball gear, and Awful. it was terrible. Awful. Terrible. Sounds
2: terrible. Well, I'm glad how you was... had a good weekend, buddy.
0: Yeah, it was—it was fun until that point. I'm how was sp- uh, how was your weekend? I'm
2: supposed to do that in a couple of weeks, but I don't think it's going to happen for me this year. Wow. Uh, don't
0: I, try not to make it too long. It's too good city.
2: Yeah, I've done I've been like a decade consistently once a year to the Bleachers at Wrigley. And I I would suggest, you know, I'm on a, I'm on the radio with a guy every Friday and and yeah, he's a bad right. he's a bad person. And he uh maintains that Wrigley is a dump. There's no reason to go see. there. It sucks and it's and he and he just doesn't appreciate important cool things to do and uh, Wrigley is a singular American experience it is it's everyone should do it at least once if not more than once because it's it's a really cool place uh, yeah nothing, nothing much happening around here Adam. last
0: weekend was the big weekend for you well I mean we don't need to constantly
2: <laughs> revisit my yeah
0: this is when you got tagged in the Facebook post by your gym <laughs> oh, that's right <laughs> that's what I'm talking about I don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
2: That's right. I I think I removed that. I don't like. I left it up for a while. and let them promote. I mean, obviously sure. they you, they have a specimen like this <laughs> at using their facilities. They want to piggyback that. They go, hey, people are going to see this guy around town. His Facebook friends probably know that. They're so like, how
0: did he get so good looking?
2: Yeah, he's yeah, he's an athlete, and uh, we need to we need to jump on that. Uh, Ed, tell us. What's happening? I previewed a little bit. I haven't really checked out these stories. I know you brought a few things. Let's talk about it. Let's talk it's
0: about it. It's a little tough that it disqualifies in the sports category, but I guess it does. NASCAR. It does. It does. Yeah.
2: What's happening in NASCAR?
0: NASCAR driver Joey Logano was on his way to a top two finish in Sunday's. Camping World RV that's, Sales 301. That's I
2: which, wish I wish you had done that on purpose because I, the guy's <laughs> name is Joey Logano.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> it's,
2: but uh, continue, yeah.
0: Which which that race name? Remember when people were predicting that maybe NASCAR would overtake the NFL soon? <laughs> yeah, they got yeah they got, cam- they've got the Camping World Camp- RV Series 301. <laughs>
2: they got they got cars with no logos on them running around. They're supposed they to, to be be the biggest you know, sport the chop.
0: Yeah. The chop. uh wait i'm sorry it's Lo- logano or Lo- logano logano look okay anyway logano was on lap 212 when he was slammed into a wall by a 72 year old driver <laughs> morgan shepherd That's... who was 50, 15 laps out of the race at that point brian at one point do we take away driver's licenses oh well
2: <laughs> 10 years ago uh What's funny is Logano is like 21.
0: Yeah, or, he looked like a kid in that interview I tw- clicked on.
2: Or 22. So he got run off the road by a guy 50 years older than him. <laughs> like what's like, like these guys want to be athletes? You cannot have 72 year old
0: guys driving race cars. This is yeah, crazy. They're going they're going high speeds and. Clearly, this guy is not a competitive 72-year-old with ultra-sharp reflexes. Are there any? He was 15 laps out of the race. Yes!
2: Why did they leave him out there? You know, I did, I had, I knew a guy who's like really fit guy, and he wanted to enter this bike. He's really good at riding, you know, like road bikes. And he entered this bike race, and it's like a local race. It's like a road race, and he's like, fuck, I'm the fastest guy I know on a bike. And I'm not a pro, I'm not a, on a team, but I'm going to get in this, and I'm going to show him what's up. He got in there, two laps in. He had gotten lapped so many times that an official, like – got out there on the track and waved him down and he's like what well, is everything okay he's like yeah everything's okay you need to get off the track right now
0: you're just dog shit
2: yeah you're a, you're a hazard like you're not you're not in the same at the same level as these guys what was that guy still doing on the track he's 16 laps down like
0: two laps if you can't stay
2: within two laps you're fucking out of here
0: i thought to put in perspective sometimes you just hear an age and it's just a number you're not thinking about it but i just I have a couple things, and I want you to tell me what's older: okay. Morgan Shepard or the following thing? That's
2: the the seventy two year old driver is called Morgan Shepard.
0: Morgan Shepard, born October twelfth, nineteen forty one. Uh, so he's he's on the way to uh, seventy three. Yeah. He'll be seventy three closer to than seventy two. Right. All right. So uh, who's older, Morgan Shepard or hearing aids? Uh-oh.
2: 72. I'm going to say Morgan Shepard is – well, are we talking about those horns that they used to stick in their
0: ear? (laughs) I think we're talking behind the ear here, Like
2: electronic hearing aids? Yes. Mechanical hearing – I got to say Morgan Shepard is older than hearing aids.
0: He is older. He was 15 when they came about in 1956. (laughs) All right. How about Velcro?
2: Oh, he's definitely – Velcro is like the 60s or 70s. He's definitely older than Velcro.
0: 1955, so he was also a teenager when uh, Velcro came about. Uh, the electric can opener.
2: Oh, that. Do they still have those? Um, I feel like that's a 50s item as well. I'm going to say that Morgan Shepard is older than the electric can opener.
0: Now, congrats. He uh, Morgan Shepard is 10 years younger than the electric can opener. Wow. How about the aerosol can?
2: Uh, Aerosol can. hmm, Again, I feel like these are all, like, 50s items. Aerosol can. I mean, they were still open. They still had peel tops on beers in the 70s. I'm going to say that that Morgan Shepard is older than the first aerosol can.
0: No, aerosol can, 1927. Oh, Uh, oh, wow. Impressive. uh, All right. How about the clock radio?
2: A clock, like a hmm, clock radio, a clock with a radio attached to it. I feel like they could have had that in the 40s. That's going to be close, but I'm going to say that Morgan Shepard is older than the clock radio.
0: Yes, he was four when the clock radio came about in 1945. All right, last one, alkaline batteries.
2: Alkaline batteries. That's a pretty rudimentary invention. I'm going to say that those were around. Those are ancient, much older than old Morgan Shepard.
0: No, Morgan Shepard was thirteen when alkaline batteries were, were invented.
2: Holy shit. Yeah. He's real old. Okay, if you're more than two laps behind, right. you should be out of the race. Get and the it,
0: fuck off the track. And
2: if you're more than two decades older than the next oldest guy, like get the fuck out of there. Sorry, Morgan. Like I'm all for old guys doing shit, but no.
0: I think a standard should at least be you have to be you have to be younger than power steering. Right. Yeah, that's it, a good one. Which was invented in 1951. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty standard rule, uh, I would
2: think. That's, that's a good bar to set.
0: Oh, yeah. Last night, yes. a fan of the Double A Corpus Christi Hooks Whoa. charged the mound and attempted to attack attack Midland Rockhounds pitcher Blake Hasselbrock at Whataburger Field. The wow. fan was promptly rolled by half the team and then was arrested. Brian, how shocked are you that the man, 35-year-old Nicholas Swope, was wearing a Raiders shirt and was under the influence of alcohol.
2: Uh, we have a lot of listeners in Texas. I assume that none are in the Corpus Christi area, which I don't think is a really desirable – although near the ocean, not a desirable place to be. Um, not, su- oh, I mean I am surprised that there's a Raider fan in Texas. That- yeah, well –
0: I mean, but that kind of behavior seems very Oakland Raider. For it? sure,
2: yeah, definitely. That is a, that is Raider fan behavior. I also do like that in the video. The, the, he's like one of that like six people that attended the game that night.
0: <laughs> he just was so compelled. I can't remember being that fired up over anything. No, but he charged in, and yeah. he was. I mean, obviously, he was tanked because he didn't. He didn't deserve really <laughs> much of a threat. Well, and everybody wanted to take a shot at throwing them down. Too. Well,
2: that's the thing about minor league baseball. The only reason to go is to get wasted.
0: Right? Like, but it shouldn't be an angry drunk.
2: No, I mean it's like you don't you don't know any of the players. You're not like you don't have a rooting interest. That's for fucking sure.
0: Right, like, maybe you'll see a cool play, but, like, if not, you're just essentially going to a bar for the night. Yeah,
2: I would be, like, I would be looking for, like, a guy to run through the fence, like you see on, right. Uh, right. on you know, in those bloopers. Or I'd be really or the ho- coach
0: taking the bags with him when he's arguing with him. Yeah, the yeah, I, I'd
2: be looking for that. Or, or that home run that um, goes through the window of the car driving by. Like, I feel like that happens at... Every single minor league game right. ever. So I'd be or of course the, there'd be a cool like mascot situation with a real like cheesy mascot uniform and he he'd like catch on fire or something. Like I don't what's you know. with those nicknames too?
0: I thought with with the minor leagues you can do some crazy nicknames. The hooks versus the rock hounds. Yeah, I don't even it's get it. What, what's that? That's a rock hound. And it's one of those things, at least in the the story, it was is written rock hounds like Capital H, but in the middle of a compound word. So, no space between rock and hound. Yeah.
2: I don't even get that. Like, and this, are these teams affiliated?
0: One of them, I think the Corpus Christi hooks, was an Astros affiliated team. Hmm,
2: Wow. Yeah. Not, uh, not a good day for old Nicholas Swope. Uh, Oh, let's, (laughs) let's throw the book at that guy.
0: Yeah. He looked, he looked like, he needed a little sleep. He, he did not look like a 35-year-old man. <laughs>
2: Tough day for the – but maybe he's like, I'm the only Raider fan that hasn't been arrested today. Like I need to go out and do right. By, like I got this Raider shirt on. People need to understand. I need to represent the
0: Raider nation. Maybe he's still a little bummed out over the Jamarcus Russell pick a few years ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Sad day for all Raider fans.
0: All right. So we'll wrap it up with yeah. the probably the final soccer commentary – for the next three years and eleven months.
2: Oh no! <laughs> uh,
0: on their way to winning the World Cup, yes. the German team laid the wood on host country Brazil in the semifinal r- round, seven to one.
2: Seven to one—the equivalent of a fifty-six to seven football game.
0: Yeah. So as a result, lots of fans of the uber-efficient Germans took to the medium they know best: pornography. After, after a staggering amount of soccer-related uploads that said things no, no, like, no, "and this no. is a quote," no. young Brazilians get fucked by entire German soccer teams, and so they fun. just post videos. <laughs> uh, the Twitter account associated with t- Pornhub, <sighs> known as Pornhub Katie, uh, had oh, I got
2: to I gotta start following them.
0: Had to plead to the efficient two-time World War villains <laughs> to stop uploading game highlights to the site. Brian, what's more surprising to you? That Pornhub had to ask them to stop or that there were 322,000 people following a porn Twitter account. <laughs> like what?
2: Good Pornhub. Like is every tweet like, hey, we uh, got more porn.
0: There's
2: porn here.
0: I thought you might ask this. And so I looked up what Pornhub Katie provides the world. Yeah. and Links to just, porn? Just six hours ago today. Yeah, what'd they have to say? Pornhub Katie tweeted out, All I do is suck cock. (laughs) How about... But that was just... That was two hours after this tweet. Yeah? The G-spot is located roughly five centimeters up on the interior wall of the vagina. (laughs) Facing toward... Facing toward the belly button. Hashtag fact. (laughs) Hey, that's my thing. Hey, uh, like...
2: Like, anybody that follows Pornhub is ever going to need to know where a G-spot
0: is. And if they do, I, listen, I don't even know the metric system. They certainly don't know the metric system. Five centimeters. Yeah. That's like There's no, That's like 14
2: feet inside to, the vagina. They're,
0: they're never getting into the interior wall of the vagina. Right. Certainly not. Definitely not. I yeah. lo- and, like, and, wait, and 18 hours ago, time for the old fap and nap. That's what they <laughs>
2: I First of all, uh, I'm not comfortable with that description of no. masturbation. That's no, I am not it. my all-time least famous. Time.
0: I but was, what, when I clicked on it, I was thinking it was just going to be like, check out this link to these people doing this. No, it's like somebody just saying... Weird sexual things <laughs> that I don't know. You're supposed to read that and then go to Pornhub, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that,
2: and then that reminds that, me. Like,
0: please stop uploading soccer videos. Yeah.
2: Um, who thinks that they're like? I got an idea. My team won. I'm going to go to a porn site. I didn't know, even though you could upload to porn sites. I, I don't know. I thought
0: mean, they were mainly for downloading. It's the the Wild West that that Pornhub. <laughs> really i'm just i'm i'm just impressed these to germans took some time out of their day to upload something other than scat porn <laughs> yeah oh, germans are so gross
2: <laughs> but brazilians are i mean they're all trannies right or yeah that's all yeah. transsexual porn coming out of brazil right um equally gross i uh i lost my train of thought i don't i'm not a porn hub consumer
0: i'm a i'm a u porn guy
2: i i'm not I mean, lately Ed things have been pretty busy. Regular. Yeah. yeah. Regular things. I haven't, I haven't had to use any pornography in quite a while. Like okay. a great period of time. Uh, but when I do use pornography and I'm not saying I'm never going to use pornography again, because occasionally I, you know, Oh, I, I will have a chance to use pornography again. When I'm looking to download some porn, I go to Uges.
0: Oh no! That yeah. sounds awful. Yeah, of course, it's terrible. Oh, but, <laughs> I mean, it's the same uh, as
2: it's, it's the same as all the rest of them, but it has the worst uh, name, unless unless you're is, talking about Spankwire.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'll stick with you, porn I don't I don't want to ever have to type those letters into my keyboard.
2: Uh, uh, okay, well, that is the, some really really good sports topics today (laughs) where we are and I've said this a million times we are the sports show of record
0: yes that's right
2: like no one questions if you need to know what's happening in sports this is where you go you come to us to talk about those things you you hear what we have to say we give you the definitive opinion first but let's talk about some not sports stuff
0: all right what do you got
2: um I'll just read you the headline Bucks County coroner, comma, where, comma, vehicle age led to body mishap. You know, you don't want any kind of mishaps happening to any kind of body. And especially once it's, once the body, the coroner takes possession of the body, you like feel pretty confident that, you know, you might get the occasional like necrophiliac janitor. Hanging around <laughs> or the morgue, but you figure they're gonna at least be able to transport the body from where they get it to the morgue, right? You're
0: right. With you no problem. If a seatbelt does does okay with living bodies, you would think you shouldn't right. have much trouble with with a corpse.
2: Yes, that is, unless you're the Bucks County, PA coroner, which happens to be where my buddy Matt is from. He's born and raised in Bucks County, PA.
0: Um, yeah. They love they love saying that they're from Bucks County, people from Bucks County PA.
2: That's out because that's outside of Philly.
0: Right. They're. And it's they're like the, the baller nice suburb, Yeah, the nice suburb of Philly. They're they're essentially the same Philly fans. You can picture they just have polo shirts on while they're being Philly fans. Right, and
2: they they live in big houses instead of shitty apartments right. in town. Right. right. Uh, the Bucks County coroner's transport truck that malfunctioned Friday, resulting in a body strapped to a gurney falling out <laughs> and into traffic, was to be taken out of service later this month and replaced with the new vehicle. The coroner said. <laughs> Never in all my years would I have thought we'd be talking about something like this. Coroner Dr. Joseph Campbell said Sunday, Ed, your thoughts on a body in the road falling out of the coroner's truck.
0: Well, my big thought when looking at this story. Tell me. In the the Bucks County Courier Times. Tell me. Is that the Bucks County Courier Times is a paid site. There are people (laughs) who are paying to read the goings on. In this Philadelphia suburb. That's
2: all of that story that I could read because yeah. the rest, you had to log in, you had to have an account.
0: You, d- you mean you didn't pay for an annual subscription I to find d- out what, what was part two of that story? I do like
2: to find out what's happening in Bucks County, but if I need to, I'll just call my buddy Matt because he's from there.
0: I would love to see the video of that with some Benny Hill music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> uh, wackety
2: sax. Is that the name of it? Or Wacky Sacks. I think it's called Wacky (laughs) Sacks. Yeah, that would be very funny. I mean, thoughts and prayers. Imagine pulling up to a red light and you're like, oh my fucking God, is that grandma? Is that – is she rolling away? And imagine it's – I imagine it's got a very um, Weekend at Bernie's vibe. Like that that gurney hits the ground and it's on wheels and it's just rolling down. All of a sudden it's like streets of San Francisco, very hilly in Bucks County. And (laughs) there's people in white coats chasing after it.
0: It's like a a Three Stooges
2: episode. It does remind me of one time. Okay. That I I was over at a buddy's house. And let's just say you know, I was a young man. Ed, I was probably in my early 20s. I might have been like 21, 22 years old. Anything consumed? Oh, so many things were consumed. And I was not – I didn't have far to drive and people don't consume things and drive ever. But I was a young man. And, but he lived next door. He these apartments that the guy lived in was next door to a, uh, like an uh, old folks' home. And there was no spots to park in his apartment when I got there earlier that night. So I just pulled into the old folks' home lot and jumped the fence over to my buddy's house because that's what you do when you're 22. Sure. Well, as I was leaving that night, I was a little – like wasn't at my best and I was a little out of my mind on substances – and I go to jump the fence and right as I'm pulling myself over the fence, they're wheeling a gurney with a dead uh. body out of the back door. <laughs> Somebody has lost their life that night and they're parked right next to my truck and I had to wait and sit there and watch them load. I mean, I, I don't That'll imagine. That'll kill the buzz. Yeah, I was not, That did not, I mean, it sobered me up for the drive home, thankfully, but that was not something I was looking to have happen and, and. Much like Bucks County, I mean, I hope they kept it in the car on the way to wherever they were taking it. The more, yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm just thinking about the quote you read from the coroner, and he said, N- "Like never in my wildest imagination." I mean, all you do is transport bodies. There, how you wouldn't have to imagine too much. There's only about three things that could happen. That's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Wildest imagination. Why it would be one thing if he's like never in my wildest imaginations. Would one of the bodies sprout wings and fly <laughs> out of the thought?
2: Yeah, that's like fault of body. Like I feel like I've seen that in movies a
0: lot. Right. I, yeah, <laughs> it's I very I easy the to imagine moonlighting. Yeah, it happens.
2: <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, okay, speaking of uh, segue, I was talking about that body. When I saw that body, I was in my hometown of Costa Mesa, California. Costa Mesa, California also happened to be where Colin Zabrowski and Daniel Lubach live. And these guys, they, you know, they wanted to smoke some heroin like we all do occasionally. And they thought, hey, let's smoke our heroin in a nice secluded place. The Chuck E. Cheese bathroom. Two men were arrested for smoking heroin in the bathroom of an Orange County Chuck E. Cheese restaurant, police said Friday. Officers were dispatched around 7 p.m. Tuesday to the restaurant and play center. Is this, at,
0: is this 7 p.m. on a
2: Tuesday? Yeah, after they arrived at the Chuck E. Cheese... Police found Colin Zabrowski, 28, and 27-year-old Daniel Lubach together inside a stall in the men's bathroom. Like, heroin must be really good if it can get two guys into a stall together. (laughs) Both (laughs) males were observed in the process of smoking heroin. Like, how much heroin were they smoking that they were observed, the police were called, the police drove over, showed up, came in the bathroom, and they were still smoking heroin?
0: Yeah, that that means they were doing it for, it had to be at least 15 minutes.
2: I feel like you don't need to smoke very much heroin to be high. Also, I feel like this should be a no harm, no foul situation. After all, they were at the worst place on the planet. Like, they should hand worse. out heroin as you walk into Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> when, I've, when I've been in Chuck E. Cheese, kid-related things, there, there are only two things, two thoughts that can go through your mind. One... How much longer do I have to be here? And two, yep. where can I find copious amounts of heroin to smoke? <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Chuck
2: E. Cheese is awesome because it sucks, it's loud, it's super expensive, and the pizza's shitty. Yeah, it tastes like rubber. Yeah, like it's like one, th- it's like, okay, if I could be, if I have to be here, at least I can get a good slice of pizza and a beer. Yeah. And you either. go there and, and the and the Chuck E. Cheese I haven't been to one in a long time, but the ones around here, they like guard the beer like it's fucking Fort Knox. They they card you, you're only allowed to buy one at a time. And they and all they have are Bud and Bud Light, which are like the fucking Auschwitz and Dachau of beers. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's really, really a terrible place and I, you know, look, Colin Zabrowski and Daniel Lubach, they got some problems. They're from my hometown. (laughs) Give it up for CM. (laughs) But, uh, I'm not super mad at them. I hope they get the help they need and by the help they need, I mean, I hope they never have to go
0: back to another Chuck E. Cheese. Right. I hope they don't stoop so low that on a Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, they decide to smoke dope and Chuck E. Cheese.
2: Also, they, they it says that they didn't have kids. Like, neither one of them had kids. So right. that means they were, like, at their niece's
0: <laughs> birthday
2: <laughs> and decided to well, light up. they and- even
0: allowed in? You should not be allowed in. If, you, if, you even, if somebody's driving down the highway and they, they even turn their head... Towards Chuck E. Cheese, they should just be pulled over. Yeah,
2: you should yeah. not
0: – nobody without a kid could consider. I had to go because it, there was a birthday party there. Of course. There, like a year and a half ago. Right. And it, it – just the animatronic uh, so mouse. Awful. It's so awful. It's really – it's a creepy hellhole with skee-ball. And,
2: yeah, you go try to settle up your skee-ball tickets at the end. Like, and I need a, a sh- thimble. Yeah, I need a shot of heroin to go over there and get my Chinese finger torture cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a full on crowd scene the zit face kid behind the counter does not respect my position as the guy that needs to go first and get the fuck out of there uh it's a terrible terrible place and they should put heroin in the pizza
0: <laughs> well it looks like it looks like from the from the mugshot it looks like the uh, one of the boys should be smoking proactive. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: got some zits. Also, he's 27 and he is thinning in a significant way. Yeah. My man needs a little help. He needs a little Rogaine up the front there. Uh, life is not is, has not gone too well for him at this point and it's only going to get worse based on that hairline.
0: Yeah, not good.
2: Not good. Uh, okay, Ed. It's time. This is what everybody waits for
0: right enlighten us on the on the other things that happen in the world
2: here right of course i'm talking about how fucking old is this guy ed we've discussed this before we've elucidated it we are always shocked to find out the ages of people that we thought were much older than they actually are, and there's many, many people out there that we frankly thought were dead that were in their early 40s in the 1980s when we thought they were in their 80s. Uh, every or
0: much younger, or much younger. <laughs> in the t- case of Tyler Perry,
2: or how about uh, oh Kelsey Grammer, oh. 28 years old on Cheers. Jesus. How is that even possible? Okay. Ed, would you like to go, or would you like me to lead off? It's time for how fucking old is this guy.
0: I'll I'll let you go first.
2: Okay, this guy, he made the scene early on. He looked very, very old. He was bald, and now somehow he's not bald. Like, he was very bald. He got on this, and he was also fat. And now he's anorexic and has hair. Either way, he looks very old today, just like he looked very old in 1996 when he directed, wrote and starred in the highly acclaimed independent film Sling Blade. He was married to Angelina Jolie when he was a million years older than her. And people thought she was hot. I also would like credit for never thinking Angel- Angelina Jolie was hot. She's not hot now. She's a good, how fucking old is this guy? Cause she's like my age and she looks like she's about 65 years old. Uh, Beside the point, he was married to her, he was older, she was younger, now he's on Fargo, which I'm catching up on, I'm Great binging show. on, it's a really, really fucking awesome. good show. This guy is a fucking amazing actor, by the way, he's a weirdo, yes. but Great he's, career. he's really good, he's good in everything he does. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Billy Bob Thornton. Ed,
0: how fucking old is Billy Bob Thornton? This is tough. It's tough. He's He's been famous for, you said, 96, like 18 years. Yep. He looked, he looked 45. I'm, I'll say he was 46. Yes. Sling, sling, 46. That doesn't, I'm just picturing his, like, fat, bald,
1: Sling yeah. Blade character. Yes. He looks
0: like he could be pushing a five. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say... I'd say he was 40, 48 in 1996, which would make him 66, 66 now.
2: Pretty close. He's coming up on a birthday, August 4th, 1955, as on August 4th. Coming up in a couple weeks, Billy Bob Thornton will be 59 years old. Whoa.
0: Wait, so how old was he?
2: (laughs) That means he was about 40 years old, same age as me or nearly the same age as me, (sighs) when he was fat and bald playing a much older character, older looking character. I don't know that they really gave his age out uh, in Sling Blade, but yeah, Billy Bob Thornton, 59 years old. And he's one of those guys... Like, he looked 59 then, and he still looks 59.
0: He's doing the Keith Richards thing.
2: Yeah, he's, like, he got old. He probably looked 59 when he was 28. And he's just always, and when he's 79, he's going to look 59. He's always going to look the same. He's emaciated. I don't know how that happened. And he also has hair now, and he did, He used to be bald.
0: Yeah, the, uh, he's, he, well, he's the same age as Kelsey Grammer. You yeah. guys have a lot to discuss. They
2: do. They absolutely <laughs> do. Okay, Ed, who you got? Who are you bringing to the table? Uh-huh. Who do you have? For how fucking old is this guy?
0: I'm a guy. I'm going with a guy that's been in some really funny movies, like Before We Were Born. But you you know them. I'm talking about Gene Wilder, and so seventy wow. one, nineteen seventy one was. Uh, Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. and '74 was Young Frankenstein. Another great man, and then like '80 was when he was in uh, *Stir Crazy* with okay. with, uh, uh-huh. with uh, Pryor. So he's been he's been. Hugely famous yep. in movies starting in 1971. That's yeah. what I'll give you.
2: Yeah. Well, and well, let's just go with 1980 because it's easy to do the math from there. 1980, Stir Crazy with Richard Pryor. Very funny movie. Like Gene Wilder is a fucking genius. He is really, really good. Yeah, great. Really, really super talented. Very, very funny guy. In nineteen eighty, he looked like he was about forty-nine years old. Uh, eighty were in twenty fourteen, that was thirty-four years ago. That would make him eighty-two year, no, eighty-three years old today. Gene Wilder and his crazy curly hair is eighty
0: three years old today. Impressive. He's eighty one. <laughs> All right. Yep. Just turned 81. See, I thought of it as the young Frankenstein Gene Wilder, which was 44 years ago. Yeah. To me, he looked about 45 then.
2: That's true. Well, you know what? That's true. I would have guessed that, but you gave me stir crazy.
0: I gave you you stir crazy. If
2: you had me jumping off from young Frankenstein, I would have said this. I would have been like, oh, he was 49 years old in young Frankenstein. Right. I bet he looks the same age today. haven't seen him in a while.
0: Right. But yeah, you're right. He's, he's of that same school. 81. Wow. Uh, wow.
2: Very interesting. Excellent job, Ed. Excellent
0: job, me. Excellent job, both of us. Both of
2: us. Really, really. I, I'm impressed with us as I always am. Uh, let's get, we've done our sports. We've done our not sports. We've done, how fucking old is this guy? Now it's time. Let's round it out. Let's talk some pop culture. Let's talk about what's going on on the Bachelorette. Joining us now, everybody's favorite BallerLifestyle.com pop culture correspondent. The segment is Fancy Pop. Our correspondent is Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey
1: guys. Hey Fancy. How's
2: hey. It going? Hey. Hey. What's Kate? What's going on? What is happening? You know Ed and I. Hashtag #general We don't know Supposedly, what's happening right. on Us Weekly or TMZ.com, but we like to find out about it from you. What is happening in the world of pop culture? I
1: feel like people must think that I all I do is sit around and read tabloid magazines. Nobody thinks that. TMZ. No.
2: No. Sometimes we Website. go Sometimes we go to the beach and you read them to me.
1: That's true. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Yeah. Um okay, so there's Trouble in Paradise. No. What? Oh. Trouble in Paradise reacting between Ellen DeGeneres and his wife, her wife, sorry, Portia de Rossi. Um, Portia de Rossi is best known for her roles on Ally McBeal, the most annoying TV show ever, and Arrested Development, which is one of the best TV shows ever. I used to kind of have a
2: thing for Portia de Rossi.
1: Yeah. I did too. I I
2: thought she was pretty sexy.
1: Yeah. Um, So the latest drama in their marriage emanated from a drunken fight between the two power lesbians, um, which Portia apparently secretly taped.
0: Whoa. And Ellen Whoa. found
1: out about. So I'll so just...
0: She's looking for an out. When you start oh. taping... Yeah, so... well,
1: she, yeah, she's not happy. I think and she's been unhappy for a while. El- I mean, how could you be happy being married to Ellen?
2: Ellen has been... Big bread. So if yeah. you got, you have. When time comes, time to get divorced. Ellen is going to be paying, and she's going to be paying a lot. And if you have some incriminating video that you can use, that you could maybe leak to the press, it probably makes it a lot easier to get the type of settlement you're looking for from a guy like Ellen.
1: Um, and DeRossi apparently has a problem with the booze. She recently checked into Passages Malibu rehab facility in early May to get help for a drug and alcohol problem. I think
2: she's been in before. I think this isn't the first time we've heard about her being in rehab.
1: The stint you in treatment...
2: her with Anne Hayes? <laughs> oh, could
0: be. Could be.
1: <laughs> the stint in rehab... Sorry, the stint in, tre- in treatment was prompted by an explosive fight between the actress and her comedian... And I say that loosely? Air wife. quotes. Um, quote from the story, Portia hadn't been happy for a while and was drinking and isolating. Ellen confronted her... Portia lost it and blamed Ellen for driving her to drink because of her controlling ways. And um, apparently Ellen was crushed and screamed at Portia to get out.
2: Um, Ed, your thoughts?
0: Well, I'm just happy to hear the word explosive used with something other than diarrhea. When you said explosive, oh. that's just what I was thinking. <laughs> but I don't really know why. I just. I, uh, but, but as far as this power couple, I guess... We, We're we're overdue for big uh, uh, gay couple. To divorce. I agree. I I agree. We're due. Right? They're probably like the the main, like the number one lesbian couple, right? Yeah, we don't usually. Oh, for sure. There aren't
2: usually two.
0: I know Martina Navratilova has had some bad breakups. But But,
2: you, but usually, I don't know of a lot of uh, gay couples where both sides of the couple are famous.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, Na- Navratilova, I feel like she's gotten sued a couple times. She talked about it on Stern, but yeah, it was by unfamous people. Right.
2: Uh, I, I picture, and I don't have any knowledge of this, but I'm sure that I'm right. I picture... Ellen being the most controlling, m- mo- least fun person. I think she's a huge phony fake. I feel like I just get the sense that she is nothing like who she is on television at home. She's a big faker and I bet she's a big pain in the ass and I bet she's like that husband that's like, Hey, what? Oh, you, you're going to wear that, uh, that dress tonight? You're going out with your friends? Oh, you're trying to get fucked? You going out there uh, trying trying to look? You got a mini skirt on? What, why are you wearing that? You want people to look at you? You want people to check you out? You want people? What, where's so your wedding do you
1: think ring? Think she's jealous? And Absolutely,
2: controlling. the jealous type, the controlling type, and and this this is how people get to her level of success by controlling every little part of their career, every little part of their business, and that extends to the home where they try to control their partner, their mate. Porsche De Rossi, who
0: used to be a pretty solid piece of ass. There, there must be staggering amounts of dough and steak. Like, like oh, you said, for sure. yeah. she. I mean, she has been hugely successful with, like, with, like, J.C. Penny or Kmart. She's had like Dude, major. Her house
1: was yokes. on the just on the market not so long ago for like a million, fifty-five million or yeah, something she had She lives in
2: a fifty million dollar house. Wow! But
1: she's driven Porsche to drink. Yep. And apparently, she broke into her cell phone and read yep. her emails. So Jealousy. What I say? What I say? To ensure she hadn't sent the video to anyone, because this would be, you know, you don't want your dirty laundry aired out in public. That's the worst thing that can happen for A someone. Well, for someone that's like right. Ellen, particularly. That's,
2: that's why you pay. You just pay because you you're know. you're only going to make more money with your TV show. Okay, uh, let's let's keep an eye on that. I'm excited about that. <laughs>
1: Next up in Kardashian news, or the epitome of non news, really. Brody Jenner, son of Bruce Jenner and a regular on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, apparently snubbed his sister's wedding to, or stepsister's wedding to Kanye West, only to attend the recent nuptials of Kim's ex, Reggie Bush. What a burn.
2: Uh, Ed, do you know who Brody Jenner is?
0: It, we talked about him skipping the wedding. now that was right? that was Rob Kardashian. Yeah,
1: that, uh, that, that's her actual blood brother, bale well, because he was depressed and in tears about being. I fat. think I
0: possibly have heard of this one because he's he's the Bruce Jenner kid. He's
1: the handsome yeah, one. Yeah, Kate.
0: Huh? Kate. Did he?
1: He was on the hills as well. Let me guess.
2: That, let me guess. He no missed.
0: He up. missed
2: uh, his sister Kim's wedding because he had to work.
1: Okay, two reasons apparently why he missed it. He wasn't given a plus one because
2: he's a, he's a get it because he's a oh, shiftless no. layabout. He doesn't right. work.
1: Yeah. He's he wasn't given a visit. plus yeah. one for his latest model girlfriend, Caitlyn. Oh. That's kind of bullshit. Well, Caitlin. the
0: plus one we we discussed this in the uh, the mailbag. Yeah, uh-huh. right. We we discussed. You know, don't don't get too been out of shape about the plus yeah,
2: one. Yeah, but stuff. this is a fucking ball or rich people way. And
1: also, it's it's your brother. You yeah. you, you let him bring he his girlfriend. His, yeah. Yep. Um, So he opted to DJ in Chicago. So, yeah, he was quote Uh, unquote working rather than attend the wedding with his whole family. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) I was not ready for that. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad he made it on the list of the Reggie Bush wedding, though. Sick burn. Like, he really put it back on old Kim there, huh?
1: That's her ex boyfriend. He attended her ex's wedding rather than hers.
0: Did Reggie Bush marry anyone of note? Or- he married some like a, a,
1: some dancer chick who apparently looks a lot like him. Yeah. Anyway, the,
0: the,
2: uh, well, trouble in, the, in Kardashian land. let's, yeah, let's keep an eye on of that. There's always trouble
1: in Kardashian land.
0: Brody Jenner.
1: That's America's royal family. Making a statement. FYI. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It really
0: is the same thing. It is. It is. It's the same thing as a royal family. I yeah, agree.
1: They're they're your. I'm not going to say our because I'm from a different place. Wow. They're your royal family. Wow,
0: okay.
2: We'll take it for now.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. My favorite story of the week, Mel Gibson, who who I <laughs> unfortunately do have to claim, he's from Australia.
2: Yeah. Long- I, think he's, I think he's actually, was born in the United he's, States. He, he's he the just,
0: Australian LaBeouf.
2: He was just raised in Australia.
1: I think he's an Australian citizen. He is. Which makes mm-hmm. him Australian. Yeah, he's Australian. Um, he wants to help troubled actor Shia LaBeouf. Um Mel Gibson, who is a raging sociopath and hates women and Jews. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Shia LaBeouf's half Jewish. Right. Um, So if he should take advice from anyone, it's obviously Mel Gibson. Um, Mel's quoted as saying, When I see someone like Shia LaBeouf with a bag on his head and stuff, my heart goes out to the poor guy because I think he's suffering in some way, said the Oscar winner. And he's referring to LaBeouf's bizarre red carpet um, appearance at the February premiere of his film Nymphomaniac. Goat Mel continues, or why else would he do that? People are in line to sort of point the finger at him and say that he's this or that or the other. It's easy to judge, but I'm sure he's going through some kind of personal, very painful, cathartic thing that he has to exercise and get out there. And he'll probably play it out and come back. He'll be all right. So I think he's really identifying with Shia right now. Who, yeah. Who's obviously having a mental breakdown and Mel's clearly insane.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mel can identify. Mel's mad at all mad old also how fucking old is this guy mel gibson oh yeah
1: yeah the, he's 70 i feel yet?
0: like the 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 road warrior he was already kind of a seasoned looking guy
2: he was but you know what i i, I happen to know he was like in his early 20s oh uh,
0: yeah I, he looked like a mid-30s kind of guy oh not looking mid-30s yeah. yeah
2: yeah he he was very very young yeah he's 58 wow well wow, i would have guessed he was probably like 70
1: why? Well, that's what I just sure. thought. I yeah. thought seventy. Yeah. He looks. He looks yeah. seventy. That's what happens when you booze a bunch. Yeah. You look but older. can you
0: imagine? Just it must have been what two, three weeks ago. We used to think the worst part about Shia LaBeouf was the Transformers <laughs> <laughs> franchise. Yeah. And then he's he's drinking loudmouth soup at Cabaret, and his life coach is Mel
1: Gibson, <laughs> a Holocaust denier. Yeah, it gets better and better. Like.
0: Personally,
2: I thought the worst thing about Shia LaBeouf is that Ed Love has bought suit. tickets to his movies. is has One been known movie. to buy tickets One to movie his movies.
0: Once.
1: I've never One heard Loudmouth Suit before either. It's
2: my new favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, it's got a million of those. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's keep an eye on what's going on with Mel Gibson and Shia LaBeouf. Hopefully they'll hit moon shadows and drive home in Mel's Bentley. Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture?
1: Well, lastly, everyone's boyfriend, Ryan Gosling, is a knocked up girlfriend, Eva Mendes. She's mm. apparently seven months prego, or as we say in Australia, up the duff.
2: Yeah, they are, that's a hot that's couple. A
0: good, that's a good phrase.
2: Yeah, <laughs> up the duff. Brian's
1: up been Brian's duff. been misusing it for weeks now, ever since he heard me say it for yeah. the first time. Everything's up, up the, the duff. Up the duff
0: that means pregnant. like anal sex, but I'll, I'll <laughs> no. go
1: with up the duff. <laughs> Don't put ideas in his head. A
2: duff is a vagina, Ed, and yeah. In, in Australia and you know what else like is it?
0: Fanny, like like fanny.
1: fanny yeah fanny also right Brian didn't believe me that fanny meant vagina so they
2: they think a fanny pack is really a funny phrase well, as, these Australians because yeah. it's it's a, it's a pussy pack right is we what you're it, saying
1: we call it a bum bag which is real cool yeah
2: that is, that's way better. Uh, what's going on with Ryan Gosling, as you pronounce it, and Eva Mendes?
1: Um, well, you know, she's seven months pregnant, so there's a yeah, lot sh- of delusional Gosling obsessives out there who are not ta- who are probably taking this news pretty hard. Whether the couple will marry, though, remains to be seen. I, for one, hope they don't. I think it's sexier, and yeah. Hollywood marriages rarely yeah, work Yeah, they're going to break up anyways. Of course, it's being reported, though, that Eva wants to get married, but Ryan's not sure, which is the yeah. sort of same tired narrative the media always puts out about women. Um, and that's it. That's it for Fancy Pop this week, you guys. What I'm really waiting for though is tonight's episode of The Bachelorette, the always creepy and weird pimping out of The Bachelorette in the name of true love, the fantasy sweet dates.
0: How many? How many are there? There's three. There's three. And
1: apparently, Andy sexted. Worn out. Apparently, she sexed two of the three guys, and rumor has it that tonight's episode might be hard for her cho- chosen guy to watch. Because I mean. I mean, right. why, why wouldn't it be you sex be two tough. guys because you're not sure which one you uh, want to pick this late in the game. And a week later you accept a proposal from I, one of I them. I mean,
2: that's <laughs> it would, that would be tough to have your future bride be like, Hey, listen, you remember when you proposed to me and you'd be like, yeah, oh, so beautiful. Well, look the night before, you know, that other dude, your rival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was all up in this. <laughs> uh, well good preview yeah as we record we're recording this week before the airing of The Bachelorette so what we'll do is we'll wrap up here and then Ed has a previous engagement at our normal recording time Fancy Sauce and myself will reconvene stay tuned for that for The Bachelorette recap coming up next until then for Ed Daily. Ed, you want to do this again next week? You fired up? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you What do you got to do tomorrow night that uh, keeps you from recording the show? Yeah, Ed, where are you going?
0: Uh, nothing. Nothing great. Just mm. uh, anniversary. Oh. Anniversary. Wedding anniversary. Well, well, well little romantic dinner.
1: Nothing uh, great. Ed. The, Ed. The greatest.
0: Ed. It's the greatest. It's a long one. It's a, it's a long one. Ed. One floor. Oh, years. congratulations! That's
1: beautiful. That's that's beautiful. beautiful.
2: That really is. I'll, 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 I'll text your wife myself. But um, what I was going to say is, let's, let's, Ed, let's go easy on the whiskey tomorrow night, okay?
0: Yeah. We're, we're, well, while you're recording, yeah. I'll be doing the, getting the one gift that anniversaries are usually. Oh, good that's for. right.
2: That's definitely <laughs> right. If you if you only get that once a year, this is the night. Um, Ed, go easy. Like, have a glass of wine with dinner. All right, look her in the eye. You know what you do. Have oh, a
0: little call, water. Call,
2: call, yeah. call ahead. Talk to the don't, maitre d. Don't you start
0: with R- me. Real with talk here, Ed.
2: Of- hey, you no. get your, you get yourself a booth.
0: No.
2: And when you, when they take you over to the booth, you let your beautiful wife sit down first, and then when they pull your chair out, you say, "Oh no, thank you." And then you sit right down next to her in that booth. This is what I do with my lady, and this works for me, Ed. You yeah. sit right down. You lean in. You look her in the eye. Maybe. You feed each other a little bit off, off of each other's plates. You take her fork. Maybe she's got a steak, nice piece of maybe some pasta. You wind that piece of pasta up on your fork. You put it right between her lips. You let her take a bite of that. Yeah,
0: uh, you that know what you do? Would be, that would be the easiest way for me to not get to fifteen. You
2: know, you know what you do, Ed?
1: So you know right what now.
2: you do? You get when you sit down. You call for some champagne to be brought out. And then you do that thing where they pour the champagne and you take your glass. It and swish she- it around?
1: No, you inter- intertwine your arms. That's right. That's right. You what? drink out of her this glass and she Just drinks out of yours.
2: Really you, reach, you reach your arm through each other's arm and then you, you look each other in the eye as you have a sip we're, we're of that good we're gonna gonna inst- champagne.
1: We're going to Instagram us doing that for you, Oh, uh,
0: yes. You and know how I got to 14 years?
1: <laughs>
2: Taking my two
0: advice? Things. Two things. One – is having two TVs. And, and number two there's no contact unless I want something to happen. <laughs> Ed, ever
2: the man's man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Happy anniversary to you and your beautiful wife. Uh, we'll reconvene. Fancy and I will reconvene missing Ed deeply in our Bachelorette discussion we'll coming missed. up make, after make this. Make me proud. Make me proud. Until then, and until next week, for Ed Daily, and for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner, stay tuned for The Bachelorette Report. Welcome back. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Thanks for hanging in there. We lost our main man, Ed Daly, co-host Ed Daly. He had to bounce to celebrate his anniversary, but I'm back here. I'm joined by our pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How are you doing, Fancy?
1: Hey, Brian. I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm outstanding. Uh, so we've had a chance since, since the first part of the episode, we've had a chance to watch the Bachelorette. Everybody's waiting for our Bachelorette commentary. We had a chance to watch The Bachelorette Fantasy Suites. Kate, fill us in on what happened on The Bachelorette.
1: So this week for the Fantasy Suite dates, they're in the Dominican Republic.
2: The DR.
1: The DR. Um, fantasy Suites or dates are so weird and awkward to me. Um, both the Bachelor and the Bachelorette kind of they avoid the top of topic of sex the whole way through yeah. until all of a sudden there's this episode where they get to where it's okay for them to go and have sex.
2: Well, it's like it's like not stated. It's like, yeah, you can if, you know, if I like you, I'll give you I'll like, give you a ticket to my pussy and you can stay the night in my room.
1: That's the other weird thing is that everyone knows what's going on and what it is, but they're not allowed to talk about it.
2: Personally and you and I discussed this last night like I'm a guy, like I'm not a shy guy, Kate. You know this about me. I do. Like if there's, if there's an opportunity, I'll, I'll feel out the moment. And if there's a chance to pounce, <laughs> I'm going to go right in there and do my thing. Right. But were I a contestant on this show, the game show, The Bachelorette, and I had a chance to win, I – if I were one of these dudes, Josh or Nick, I would be like, you know what? I don't think now is the right time. I don't think this is the right place. You know, let's spend the night together. Let's get to know each other a little bit better. But I'm not looking to slay it in the fantasy suite. What what do you think about that, Kate?
1: Um, I think that's... I mean, it's a good move, but I was thinking about it too. I mean, she has to pick one of these guys without having slept with them. Sure. And it's not like she can pick one and then and not having slept with him and then after the show finishes they go and they start their you know the the sexual part of their relationship and then she goes oh this isn't great i think i'm going to call up the other guy that i ditched on tv and check him out right so this is your one she's got to check the
2: wares but the thing is is that the sex is there's a very good chance it's going to be awkward Oftentimes, sex can be awkward between people that aren't contestants on a game show. I don't know; it's it's a tough play because I I get well.
1: That's why the show's so ridiculous. It's super though.
2: weird, it's and the so whole ridiculous. fantasy suite aspect of it is the weirdest part.
1: Ridiculous. Uh, okay, so so what happened on the show, Kate? Okay, um, so Nick got the way better date than Josh, which seems a bit fishy to me. Um, I feel like ABC really wants us to really get into the romance between Nick and Andy, sending them in a helicopter to their own private island. Is
2: that what – I I noticed they were on a beach. Yeah,
1: they were on their own private island. Nick was was very
2: tan. He had pre-tanned, obviously.
1: Yeah, a lot of pre-tanning. Well, I think that they probably hadn't seen her for – they probably had a few days there before. Sure. Um, And Josh got this kind of like stroll through town and – um, play some baseball with the dirty little local kid. Guy
2: loves baseball. Andy's swing was on display again, and Andy can swing the stick. She is a slugger. She was hitting more lasers off Josh. She can she can swing the bat. Yet
1: she can't dance to save herself. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I pointed that to out. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode was the fairy tale storybook that Nick had made, written and. Um, illustrated that he read to Andy on their date. I what the fuck?
2: Honestly, could feel <laughs> vaginas across the country losing their moisture with every word that Nick read from his, his made-up fairy tale that he wrote about himself and Andy. Like who? thinks that is a positive play. Like, you're trying to look Talk masculine. You're trying to be a man. Way, you want I mean, you want her to look at you and see a man. And you, you, I don't even know what that was. He wrote some weird fairy tale type story and then read it to her. The douche chills were running up and down my spine. You could tell Andy was not digging it. It was a weird situation.
1: She said um, afterwards to the camera, she said something like, it was childish in a cute and funny way. Mm. Right. Like, that's her trying to, you know, make it seem less embarrassing than she's it a was. Team, she's a team player. And also, his list is really starting to bug me. He's
2: got, you know, he definitely, you could tell, all these guys, get they get the ticket to go on the show, they train, they get in good shape, they get nice tans. They don't get
1: any speech They therapy. get
2: haircuts, and uh, if you look at the other two... Finalists of the two of the three had really, really just beautiful, perfect teeth. Josh and Chris have excellent smiles, very white, very straight teeth. They do teeth.
1: have great smiles.
2: And then you come Especially to Josh. you come to Nick, and his teeth are all over the place. He's got he bootleg teeth. he really could have used some Visalign to up his chances in this show.
1: Um. So anyway, they had their date. He read that embarrassing Awful. fairy tale to yep. her. Um, then there was Josh. He had, he got his one-on-one and, um, oh, and so she, uh, she and Josh, sorry, she and Nick did opt for the fantasy suite. Right. Um, so off they went to supposedly.
2: Yeah. chill. Well, last we saw them, they were, they were making out on the couch.
1: Yeah. Oh, and he, it was really built up that he wanted to tell her that he loved her oh, right. before the fantasy suite date. So that was really built up and then finally after dinner he told her that he loved her. That was that, that
2: was nearly all
1: a, the things he loved about her. That was
2: n- nearly was as show. awkward as the story his I love you was way too built up. It was way too forced. It seemed weird. Um he's he's there's no chance he wins this show as far as I'm concerned. He was the front runner for about three quarters of the show. But I think things have changed. I think Josh is your guy at this I point. I don't
1: ever really know if he was the front runner. I just think it was edited to make it look like he was. But uh, I think she has always been trying to win Josh's favor and trying to figure out where Josh is at with his feelings towards her. And it just seems like they're a lot more connected and Really, it seems to me she's more into Josh than Nick.
2: We She
1: really worries about his feelings being reciprocated. She seems more insecure with Josh, which makes me think she's more into him and has more invested emotionally.
2: That's the thing. You don't want things to be too easy. You know, you want to really... You want to be crazy about the person, and I feel like she feels that way about Josh, where she really wants to know where he's at because she really, really, really wants him to like her as much as she likes him. How did their date go?
1: Their date went pretty well. Like I said, it was like it was not as baller of a date as uh, Andy and Nick's. They took a stroll through town. Um, You know, he bought her some sugar cane juice. juice. Yep. Um, And then they went and played some baseball. He he
2: loves playing with kids, he says.
1: Right. Um, Mm. And he kind of got to show what he would be like as a father because Andy was real – she was really worried about his serious side, whether he like really – was going to be a serious guy as well. It's like the fun-loving guy that he is. Also,
2: he speaks Spanish or –
1: Sort yes. of. Yeah.
2: That was, that's, that's a good play to pull out late. Like yeah. that was, he had that club in his bag the whole time, busted it out in a, a way that didn't seem forced and you could tell she was digging that.
1: Yeah. Um, he also opted for the fantasy suite, shocker. Um, they got in the pool, Thing, things seemed to be getting pretty yeah. hot. Yeah. That
2: was like Boner City. She was like on his lap in the pool. That's like a, a that's it's hard to keep the flagpole down if you're really into a chick like that,
1: right? So, we, as you know, we don't know exactly what went on in the fantasy suite no. with both these guys, but you know, we assume that you know she likes them. She's been heavily making out with both of them for weeks now. We assume that they probably took things another another step.
2: I don't assume that. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't know. She could have. Like, it could have been just some. You know making out it could have just been some maybe heavy petting like they they could they could have done all sorts of things that don't include sex they may have had sex but i don't i don't know if they have or not
1: like what kind of things
2: um you know they could have like touched each other (laughs) in sexy places and done sometimes sometimes that's a well that's an overlooked part like sometimes that's the most important part
1: Oh, foreplay?
2: Yeah. Like take care of your lover guys. Yeah. Foreplay is very important. Don't get right into it. She Prolonged foreplay is great. She, your woman is, she doesn't work the same way as you. Her, she's not just looking to have her genitals stimulated right from the get go. She needs her mind stimulated and you have to touch her softly. Maybe talk to her a little bit, give her some kisses, like ignore her nipples. You probably never thought about that, but like stay away. Like pretend like you're not even, you don't even notice. Stay away from all of her, all of the parts you think she wants you to touch. Don't touch those for a while and see how she reacts. Just try it.
1: This is segued into fancy sex all of take, a sudden. Take
2: it. Take some advice from <laughs> your boy, Brian. Your boy, Brian knows what's up. Okay. Kate. Yeah. They, um, th- so they both do, they both get, they both spend the night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they can have
2: that awkward yeah, and- morning where they're looking like shit and they need to brush their teeth. And- yeah,
1: we didn't see any of that. Yeah, And the producers really, you know, this is how the show works. There's two front runners and they've set it up so it looks like she's equally into both of them and this is the sure. hardest decision of her life. It's well produced. Like, that's what they do. Yep. Um, but I, I can see, like I've said, that she, I really feel like she's way more into Josh.
2: I think so too. I, um, we're anyway, we're in agreement there.
1: Last but not least is Farmer Chris, who's been my favorite from the get go. Yep. Um, they went to a ranch and they went horseback riding, which she clearly wasn't very comfortable doing. She's not good at. Oh, yeah, it just that looked was like funny. it just wasn't a sexy date. Like no. I wouldn't want to do that on a date. Um, also, and then they, also,
2: well, part this is part of the production. Right, like you're not going to give the guy that's getting kicked off the best date.
1: No, you're not.
2: Yeah. You're not going to the beach together and stripping down and having champagne on a secluded beach and frolicking in the water if Poor you're about Chris. to get kicked off.
1: Yeah, and then they stopped and set up a picnic on a log, and he always gets the most uncomfortable yeah. situations. When
2: he had to sit with her in a cornfield, he okay. had to sit, he, they're like, hey, have a seat on that log. His. They showed him later, his ass was all dirty. I,
1: is it because he's a farmer, they always want to have him outside, like, yeah. out, in, the, in the wilderness. It's bullshit. He had like, that, you could outdoors? see, he had
2: that the battery pack for the mic in his back pocket, like, that right. could not have felt good sitting on a stump.
1: No. And um, so they sat on the log, and they had a chat and it seemed you know it seemed okay and they really reminisced about the hometown dates and she said a lot of very complimentary things about his family which i think really got him pumped yeah um at the end of the day he picked her up and carried her uphill like the strapping man that he is oh
2: fancy like that part
1: (laughs) um that fancy
2: was having her own fantasy suite (laughs) at that point
1: (laughs) Then they had their dinner date and they kind of got into the more serious talk and he was really wanting to let her know that he loved her. Like he was in love with her. Yeah. And you know, much like when Cody. Yes. Macklemore was doing the same thing, like professing his feelings She knew that she wasn't there and it wasn't reciprocated and she got upset and started to cry. Well,
2: very, very also production, very convenient of them to save the discussion of, uh, could you see yourself living in Iowa for the very end, which led to the, the breakup.
1: Right. And she said, I can't really, it's not fair of me to blame it on Iowa. She's like, I just don't. She just basically was like, I'm not feeling it.
2: Yeah. She said, and I'm not where
1: you are. I'm not feeling it yeah. yet. So it's not fair of me to make you sit around and wait for the rose ceremony. So I'm going to sure. let you go tonight.
2: And, and she's like, I know she's like, maybe I'm stupid because I feel like I should be feeling all these things. Cause you have everything she going said, for I you. I feel like
1: an idiot because I, yeah, I don't.
2: You're real. You're really good looking. You're successful. You're nice. You have a great family. You come from great people and all of this. And then of course. Chris's reaction was like the perfect gentlemanly reaction which
1: well, sets an, him up for and his he's future mature, as the bachelor. He's a mature adult too.
2: Absolutely. He 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 told Andy that you should, you know, embrace your feelings that it's okay that you, just you're, not it into just it. you're not He said it just was it just wasn't yep.
1: meant to be. He did get in the limo though and say what the hell just happened. Uh, like he, he was a little bit blindsided. He wasn't
2: it. crying big salty tears like Marcus though. Oh, he yeah. was I feel like he was ready for that. He yeah. knew what was coming and he's he's for sure going to be the next bachelor. And if he's not that there, there's a problem there.
1: So there you have it. Um, so next week we have the men tell all.
2: Oh, right. Oh, we got to skip a week.
1: Well, no, we can talk about the men tell, all. Uh,
2: but it's not until, so it's two weeks so from now, two
1: weeks from now. Yeah. She makes her decision between Nick and Josh, Nick, on a side note, Nick's shoe size is 10 and a half. Right. And Josh's is 13 and they're both six foot two.
2: Right. Chris also wears a 13. I'm not sure about his height.
1: Right. I'm not sure. Chris is gone now. I'm not
2: sure what this is apropos of.
1: It's just a little – It's fun fact. You know, I
2: just wonder. Yeah, I wonder why they even <laughs> list the shoe size and I wonder why you would look it up. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Men tell all. And then we get – and I, I recall from hometowns on The Bachelor that Juan Pablo Galavis – went to andy's house and met andy's dad hi and andy's dad hi, is a bit of a hard ass so this should be interesting also I, I recall andy having like university of georgia bulldog paraphernalia on her porch at her parents yeah. house and josh's oh, and her, brother her
1: dad went, went yes went to and
2: it. josh's brother was the quarterback at the school that her dad? Everything is a huge lines up of.
1: because yeah. on weekends they can all go and watch football and, games together. and, and in, that's what it's all going to. come to. And they down both to. live in Atlanta.
2: And I've always dated guys like this, and I, you know, I, I feel like it's all lined up for Josh, barring some sort of huge.
1: I don't change. Think, I don't think Josh is a bad guy, and no. he's not a huge tool like Nick. Yep. So I'm not that mad yeah. at him. Yeah, in
2: he's general. Yeah, he's athletic. He's or, no farmer you know, Chris, but yeah. you know. Right. Like if Fancy you're not gonna
1: choose Farmer Chris,
2: then yeah, yeah. choose choose Josh. Fancy or er, Farmer Chris will have his picture. They of look good the together, they
1: now. look like they match.
2: Absolutely. And it's all it's my thing. It's always been my thing if you listen to the show. Who do you see on the cover of People magazine? Who do you picture being on the Today Show, the day or the Good Morning America, the day after the Bachelor finale? And is it Josh or Nick? I see it being Josh. I've always seen it being Josh uh, and I'm not – that that hasn't changed for me.
1: I think people are going to go nuts though for Farmer Chris as The Bachelor.
2: I absolutely. Could be the best. The, I mean it won't be as controversial because he's – I don't see him being anything but a good guy. But I, I yeah. think, yeah, it's Chris will have a star turn as a Bachelor for sure. All right, okay. Kate, that let, wraps it up. Let's reconvene on this next week. I can't wait. Everybody okay. loves The Bachelor talk.
1: Yeah. Next week will be fun. Men tell all. bunch yeah. of men sitting around in the studio talking like – Women right. about each other. All right,
2: yeah, that'll be pretty good. All right. For a daily, for fancy sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the We'll see you next week. Bye. Sometimes it takes a holiday miracle to find the time and motivation to work out. And most of the time, we fall short of our hashtag
1: fitness goals. But Peloton has crafted a world-class workout experience that makes your fitness story fun, convenient, and achievable. Because when your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. With the Peloton bike, you can seamlessly jump from cycling to yoga,
2: strength, stretching, and more. And with thousands of classes on demand and new live classes added regularly, you'll always find new ways to push yourself. Peloton makes it simple to work out at home. And with the Peloton app, you can take the Peloton experience on the go, meditation at the airport, or a core-strengthening class in your hotel room. You never have to miss a beat in your routine. Wherever your holiday season takes you, Peloton is coming with you. Make a fitness goal this easy to keep. Try the Peloton bike and make your workout a joy. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com.